0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the show, everybody. Seth and Sean Sports Radio here on Blog Talk Radio and BacksportsPage.com. We're here after last week's really difficult conversation, but an important one nonetheless. And uh, the reason for the Hotel California to start was, you know what? We're back here on Blog Talk. We might be able to try and leave Blog Talk, (laughs) but they never let us go. So we're still back here, and uh, unfortunately, it's a beautiful day out in Atlanta. It's a little chilly in the 65, and unlike most people, I don't enjoy walking in chilly weather, so I am uh, biking at this point for the next hour. Hey, Seth, how you doing? Good.
0: I actually, we our internet had gone down, so I'm just literally catching up right now to everything going on. I was, We were closing one of our offices today. So, uh, which was fine, but I'm a little bit behind, behind on everything, so I just logged in literally 10 seconds ago.
1: Fair enough. Uh, if you'd like to call in, 760-283-0846, 760-283-0846. We had a great discussion last week uh, regarding race, as did everybody, really. But at the same time, I have to tell you, Seth and I logged off blog talk at the end of our hour, and we had a conversation offline, and I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I was shaking, and not because I was upset, not because I was scared, I was shaking because of the tenuous situation that I think everybody is in right now, and one thing... Can be, and we talked about Drew Brees. Uh, we'll talk about Mike Gundy. We'll talk about a lot today. But you make one wrong step, you offend one wrong person, and everything that you have done is gone to shit. I mean, quite simply, just gone to shit. So it, it was an incredibly emotional uh, show for me and for Seth and. We're very happy that we had a great caller. We're happy we were able to discuss the issues. And again, we're here to discuss them. Uh, we're not shying away from any issues that may come into play, but just understand that, again, we're a talk show, right? So we're gonna respect your views. We hope that you respect ours, and that's all they are. They're just views. So uh, here we are on another Tuesday, and another Tuesday in which I will state now even more so than ever, we will not have Major League Baseball this year. <laughs> nope. Not going to happen, Seth. Nope. Every, single day, every single week. I, I, I said this a month ago. I'll still say it today. Tony Clark of the union did exactly what he needed to do on Sunday. He said, all right, owners, you guys are, we believe you guys are, don't want to play, we don't believe you're negotiating in good faith, okay, well, we have the right to a prorated salary, you have the right to set the games, tell us when to show up. I mean, right? I mean, you don't want to, if if you want 48 games, we'll play. You want 52 games, we'll play. You want 70 games, we'll play just show, tell us when to show up. And baseball is now saying, well, hold on a second. Now there are health concerns. Seth, this is bullshit. Do you now side with me and the players? I, I,
0: I don't really side on anything at this point. I'm just, I'm just disgusted. I'm just aggravated. And with everything else going on in the world, it barely seems reasonable to even spend our time arguing about it, what the hell these guys are talking about. Um, it's just, it's crap. Uh, no, i I don't have an answer for you. I don't. To be fair, I also haven't read the last article in the last two days. So, it's just frustrating. Oh, and
1: Yeah, I get it. I get it, and I am beyond frustrated with this situation. I was very much looking forward to some baseball. Looking forward to some sports. And it looks like okay, so baseball's out. Tough basketball may be right behind it.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh led by Kyrie. Irving it seems that there are now a lot more there's a lot more outside you know, outward doubt. NBA coming back this year and the question being are they not coming back for health concerns or is, are they not coming back based on everything else going on in the world um, based on you know to quote Kyrie the systematic racism so on and so forth um, it's you know maybe look maybe Kyrie's just kind of playing you know putting himself out there as as kind of the the person to be hit on on this, for lack of a better term. But yeah, I'm starting to get that feeling that you were right all along that we're not going to have any sports this year. Um, Not quite there yet. But it's it it is getting more and more uncomfortable.
1: So we'll see. Yeah, I think as far as Social awareness. Look, I don't have a problem. And I've said this for the last couple of days. If players don't want to play, they don't have to play. Whether for social awareness, for, for health concerns. And the NBA has made that abundantly clear. You don't have to play, but you're not going to get paid. So make your choice, right? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that stance whatsoever. <laughs> I think that stance is spot on. I think Kyrie leading the pack, to me, is a little disingenuous. Yeah, for, for several reasons. Number one, he ain't going to play anyway. Well, right? He's out he for the I'm year. Not play. He's out. Right, Whether he goes into the bubble or not, he ain't going to play. He's injured. He's already said, I'm not going to play this year. Great. That's number one. Number two, Kyrie Irving can afford to take the financial hit. That's Yeah. I I mean, I get the fact that you need superstars on both sides, right? Like you have LeBron James and Chris Paul saying, we're going to play. So you have superstars on that side. And you need superstars on the other side if you're going to make your case. Get that entirely. And my hope, Seth, is that Kyrie, as you said, is just the face. He's not the voice, because if he's the voice, look, I don't think I'd ever think that I would quote Austin Rivers. Like, he's not (laughs) one of those guys that, that, but, and Austin Rivers comes from a fairly wealthy family, right, I mean, his father was Doc Rivers, earned a good amount of money, Austin Rivers has earned a good amount of money too. Uh, I think he has like 40 million. But understand that Kyrie Irving earns that almost that in a year. So when Austin Rivers says, hey Kyrie, we can do the same thing here in the bubble as far as advancing social awareness and understand that 99% of the people in this bubble we'll never earn what Kyrie Irving earns. That, to me, is is where I fall a little short for Kyrie, in that you want to say, okay, we're not going to play. You better have some of those minimum players on your side, too, that'll say, all right, I'm never going to earn this money back, because they won't, ever. So... Yeah, I I, and then I mean we can move on to football, which lucky for the NFL is three months away, but slowly creeping more and more closely. And you have the Cowboys who have already said Cowboys and Texans have six people that have already had COVID, including Ezekiel Elliott. You have the University of Houston to spend in practice because of six people with COVID. You have the University of Alabama Having multiple players with COVID, Seth. I didn't want to be wrong. I didn't want to be right here. But the more and more, it's creeping in my direction. Yeah, it is. So we're not getting and we're not getting anywhere.
0: It does seem to be going that way. And you know, as you said, I I, I don't know if Kyrie Irving is pro- is. Again, if he just because because of who he is, if he decides, I want to take the hit and be the bad guy, so be it. If if but he, it's a little hard hearing it from someone who, as you said, makes forty million dollars a year and has, you know, certainly, yeah. It's just it's difficult hearing it from him. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much coming around to the fact that I don't. I get the feeling there's not going to be anything this year. Um, I am hoping like hell there is. I, you know, the one I thought made the most sense, as we said all along, was baseball. You know, soccer. Is, you know, soccer is back around the world. It comes back to the English league this weekend. I think the MLS is also starting this week, starting pretty soon. Um, but. I don't, you know, I've never been overly comfortable with football because of the physicality. I've never been comfort, com- overly comfortable with basketball because of the physicality. And now the one that we've said all along that makes the most sense is baseball, which is why I believe if everything is canceled. I don't believe you'll have any, there'll be any ramifications long-term from the, NBA, from the fanship, to the viewership for the NBA or the NFL. No, um, not baseball. I think will take an enormous, enormous blow. Yes. And they've because, brought it on themselves. Because,
1: yeah, they're just, I mean, you could have at the very beginning of all this, Rob Manfred could have said, you know what? We're just not playing baseball. Like there's a health problem. We're just not playing baseball, right? That's the end. And he could have been very transparent if that's what he wanted to do. And there have been reports from Andy Martino in, I believe it's the Daily News, Ken Rosenthal in The Athletic, and Jeff Passan, who if you want to read some stuff about the labor relations, Jeff Passan's your guy. And you know that that is definitely something near and true to my heart is reading the legal stuff about this and the negotiation back and forth, there are six to eight owners that don't want to play, period. End of discussion. And if you get six to eight owners that don't want to play, Rob Maddenford, he's dead man walking all the time. Like there's no proposal that he can throw out there that would succeed because he, the the owners want him to fail, and he's a conduit of the owners. So if that's true, and there are six to eight owners, don't want to play. We're not getting a season no matter what, and that makes more and more sense as to all these these proposals that really haven't moved an inch. And somebody said this the other day. I don't remember if it was on Facebook or on Twitter or. What I think it was on actually the athletic in the comments section, which is generally more entertaining than the actual articles. But some guy said, all right, so you're the baseball union, or you're the owners, and you're giving a proposal to the baseball union. I'm going to give you two quarters and a dime. I'm going to give you 60 cents. Nope. Okay. I'll give you six dimes. Nope. Okay, I'll give you 12 <laughs> nickels. Nope. Okay, I'll give you 60 pennies. Like the ownership has not moved more than like 2% from the very beginning of all this. And for, the, for and this is where I was coming at the very beginning that the union did the exact right thing in saying, basically calling the question, right? Okay, we're good. Tell us when to show up, and now all of a sudden it's a medical issue. Shut something's, yeah. something's rotten in Denmark. Something's rotten. If that was if that was the issue, that would have been the issue the entire time. And it hasn't. I agree. Look, it's disingenuous. So, not, yeah. not
0: going
1: to. Yeah. There's a there's a term there's a term of art, and it's been taken out of context because it is such a term of art, but bad faith. And you and I, in the normal everyday language, bad faith can be construed one way or another. Bad faith in a legal term means you actually are open to something. And I've always said, more so in my family than anywhere else, if two people aren't willing to negotiate, It don't matter what the hell you bring them to a table. They're not gonna change their minds. What's the difference? You could have God bringing them to the table and you're never gonna get a resolution. That's where we are because you have one side that just doesn't want a resolution. At least in my opinion. And look, I've been pro player this whole way. This has not been a secret that I've been pro player but I think more and more people are going to be pro player in the next couple of weeks if there is not baseball. I think you're going to see it. I think you're finally going to see people understand that the owners had their bluff called, and they had nothing. So you're right. Baseball is going to go down with garbage, and I'm going to hate it but I'm going to be part of that because I won't forgive them this time. I'm done. Well, I don't know.
0: We say this and look, the NBA came back from work stoppages. The NFL has come back many times from work stoppages. The NHL never really – because the NHL at one point was really a solid number four. I'm not sure yep. it ever came back, because um, I guess it's still the number four, maybe. No, actually, it's probably not at this point. I don't really know where it would be. I can't. It's hard to imagine baseball falling that much further down the food chain. But you know, I guess if you look at it, you know, boxing was the main sport in the world in the 1920s and 30s. That's a niche sport. You know, sport, you
1: know, sports comes and goes.
0: From a popularity
1: standpoint Seth, let's play this out Who are the only two sports to ever cancel a championship? Hockey
0: and baseball
1: Those are the two sports that have suffered the most Because of work stoppages No matter what happened You had an NBA championship No matter what happened You had a Super Bowl No matter what Work stoppage, no work stoppage They figured out a way When you cancel a a World Series, you cancel a Stanley Cup. You have told me, Seth Kamen has told me, I don't watch baseball until the playoffs start or relatively close to that. Well, if that's where your general viewership is and you're going to cancel that part of the season, you guys are nuts. You guys are absolutely off your rocket. And that's where we are. Well, I guess.
0: Where do you now? You said you will not forgive. What does that mean for for a, for a baseball fan such as you? What, what does that mean?
1: Huh. I don't know. I I I, okay. So I say I will you know, for forgive, and I've For me, it's, for me, said it's
0: relative, for me, it's relatively easy. Because I've told yep. you, I the spring and summer, you know, after April fifteenth. I'm not a big, like I, I. take weeks off of the radio show during normal, during sports for sports. You know, for me, I love tennis, but I love to play it. I don't love you know other than Wimbledon in the Open. I don't really need to watch it on a daily basis. The Olympics are pushed back a year, so like, it's 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 a slow summer for me anyway. The bigger question hmm. is for you, which baseball is a.
1: It's a it's
0: a it's a love. It's. Baseball, you and Mike Nirenberg. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, that, is your lo- that is your love. And... Well, and, and several other people. It's not just us, right? I mean, yeah. you got oh, no, no, Mike Nitsky, you to... got Matt Weissman. I mean, there are pe- Baseball is, well, baseball is number three. I think your and my generation are the last ones that really have loves for baseball. I, th- I don't think the millennials have that love for baseball. I think they like it. I think they could grow to love it, but I don't think there's a love there.
0: Now, from when you're reviewed. It... God but help but, us if esports becomes the number three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you already—I mean, you've already—you've already heard my prediction that if there's no baseball this year. There's no baseball next year. You don't think year.
0: there's baseball next year either. Yeah.
1: So you want to kill a sport. You go two years without a sport. Nobody will care. Yeah. I mean, you asked me what the difference is between now and then. Will I go to games? I'm not going to say I won't because I don't want to look like a hypocrite because I love going to a baseball game or oh, I play fantasy baseball, I wasn't going to play it this year. So I've already decreased the love to a certain degree. Am I going to follow my Mets? Yeah, of course I am. I mean, I can't say I won't. But, man, that fandom goes down. I'll find other things. I'll have to. Is I, I, I won't sit at home to watch a game again. Won't happen. Purposely to watch a game will not happen. If you'd like to call in, 760 283 0846. 760 283 0846. Look, we have the U.S. Open today was announced. Andrew Cuomo announced it, that it would be uh, on time. In the fall, I don't know if you knew this. I knew you were, you were out most of the day. Um, yeah, I did, I did not. Without, with, without fans. So, USTA, US Tennis Center will be open. Uh, players will be playing. I think tennis is one of those sports that absolutely can play. <laughs> it's kind of like golf. You're kind of like if there's a sport there that can play, that's it. Um, I think you may have tennis taking over as number three because I think tennis will be played the rest of the year while the other sports may not.
0: Yeah. Um, look, I started playing, I'm playing tennis every week now. If there's one sport where it's very doable, it's tennis. Yeah. Um, so, and look, hopefully for someone who's, you know, as big a fan as I, as I am, or I mean, look, I'm a much bigger fan to play than to watch.
1: Yep. It may be the only game in town. Yeah. I think, actually, I think it actually will be the only game in town. That's the problem. For me, anyway. Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> because that's, usually, that's typically, typically the second week of the football season. Right.
0: And um, it's a. It's, it's, that make, look, it makes me happy. It also makes sense. Because of the sport that it is just like, I mean, even soccer is, a, although there were some, you know, you're not, you know, you're obviously within the six feet, but there are, it's a little bit easier to deal with. I just, you know, football and basketball, I find, and I've found it all along. <laughs> tennis to me makes the most sense of any, of any sport. So I hope, I hope it holds.
1: You know, who the hell knows? But I hope it holds. Yeah, and I, th- I, th- I think it will. I think you're, you're going to find these individual sports definitely will. Certainly golf. I mean, golf is already back. And NASCAR is supposedly lending itself to uh, letting in some fans. And I'm not sure that's the smartest idea. But look, NASCAR has always walked to the beat of their own drum. But I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that, in that you and I, we casually make fun of NASCAR. I would say more than casually, probably, uh, make fun of NASCAR and what they yeah. do. And uh, I've never been to a NASCAR race. You have, correct? You went to one. Yes, I have. That's incorrect, I right? went to one in Dubai. Okay. Over. Yep. You, you got to give them props, finally, yeah. for coming down yeah. on the right side of something in uh the banning of the Confederate flag. Um but then today uh there was a so Rusty Wallace, who quite frankly I did not know was African American. Um Bubba you mean bubble you mean Bubba Wallace. Bubba, Wallace, Rusty Wallace, Bubba Wallace, excuse okay. me. Okay. Bubba Wallace, you're correct. Bubba Wallace. I did not know he was African American. Um he had a car that said black black lives matter. And today, there was a car that said Blue Lives Matter. I'm not really sure how to deal with that. (laughs) And I don't mean to put you on the spot. It's Kyle Weatherman debuts Blue Lives Matter-themed car in Miami, in Homestead. It's
0: you no. Know, yeah, I did not know much about it. Um, yeah, not a not a fan. Um, it and
1: it, and again, I don't. Quite frankly, I don't have a problem with him putting it there. I think it's in poor taste. I think yeah. again, you and I are completely on the idea that freedom of speech is something, as long as it's not hateful. Um, I think I applaud, hold on, I applaud the Confederate flag for, because I heard something this year, not this year, this week, actually, um, or read something, where, did you say you applaud the Confederate flag? No, I applaud the removal of the Confederate flag. Excuse oh, me. okay. I, yeah, I, think you I think you skipped the removal part. <laughs> Did I? I am sorry. I, 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 for, for those that do not know me, I, I applaud the removal of the Confederate flag. Thank you, Seth, for bringing that to my attention. And this is kind of, you know, you just, Seth, you just pointed out exactly what we feared last week. Right? Right. So you know my taste. You know where yeah. my brain goes. Most people on this show who have listened for a while know where my brain goes. But somebody that is new to the show and welcome person that is new to the show may not have gotten that point that my brain is not going there, right? So I applaud the removal of the Confederate flag. Let me point that out again, (laughs) right? And somebody said to me the other day, it would be... Like, you going to a NASCAR race and seeing a Nazi flag. And how would that make you feel? And I was like, okay, I'm good. Like, you want to remove that sucker? Go for it. Like, totally good. And I didn't get it until that moment in time how bad that really was. So I am completely in favor of that. But at the same time, I'm also in favor of Colin Kaepernick being able to express his freedom of speech and somebody wants to say blue lives matter that may be um, lowering the concept of black lives black lives matter and I get that but I don't think that's a slap in the face I don't think that's the extent of the confederate flag and I certainly don't think it's and to to the point that it would offend me, the Nazi flag.
0: You're talking about the blue, lives, the blue Lives Matter?
1: Yes, Blue Lives Matter, yes. Uh, it's that, not those, that's expensive. my opinion on it. Yes, yeah, that's my opinion on it. I think it, you are lowering the Black Lives... What people say is when you say all lives matter or Blue Lives Matter you are lowering the concept of Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. I get it. Yeah. But you're not throwing the Confederate stars and bars in front of them. And I think by putting a car with that message on it, yes, you're lowering that. And, and I'm missing the right phrase, but you are, uh, you are I don't know, you're not hearing the message, is probably the best way, but you're not slapping them, slapping people that believe in all in Black Lives Matter, in the face.
0: That's my. Well, favorite. the problem is, the problem is a lot to the people who believe in Black Lives Matter. They whether whether the, the whether the perception is that it, whether they. Whether it's meant in that capacity or not, they may see it as they yep. may see it as that mm-hmm. and there I get your point. I guess the problem is with everything that's happened in the last couple of weeks. why are you why are you to say it now? Probably he struck, probably would strike them as a as a slap in the face, or it's or not them would slap, would slap, could be considered by yeah. by followers of PLM as a slap in the face. I don't, you know, the All Lives Matter is is, a redu, is always been redundant to me anyway. You know, correct. Not, <laughs> um, but the whole point is if one if somebody's down, that they're the people who have to be lifted up, not the, not everybody. And, Correct. Yeah, you know, that's and for people who you know don't understand, it or you know, we're choosing. If you don't understand that, that's on you. If you choose not to understand, if you choose to look at another way, then you're just being, you know, you're looking at it for the and sake right. of not wanting to see it in that capacity. So yeah, you know, and again, that he conversation. on conversation car. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did he post on his car? I said
1: that he put that on his car. He put it on, on his like car every, and also and put a uh, uh, thin blue line on the bottom.
0: Look, see, the reality is, he just says Bubba Wallace will have the ramifications of what he put on his car. Weatherman will have the ramifications of what he put on his. That's right. You're allowed free speech. You're also, there are ramifications that come with it.
1: And so it can be positive, said, so can I, be negative. Yeah, and that's why I said I don't mind him doing it. Because I think he'll get those ramifications, whatever they may be. And, and there we are, right? I mean, that's just what it is. Uh, I, okay, so I think we're going to stop at 540 today. I know, Seth, you that's have fine. stuff to do. I certainly do. So let's yeah, take let's okay. our last five minutes.
0: Well, I'd like to actually ask your opinion. Oh, so I am 24 win. rounds into the
1: 25-round All-NFL Draft. <laughs> <laughs> the Navate Isles, I am going to win NFL Draft. Got it. So, I, wait. Did I, I say that out was, loud?
0: You did. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I have, I believe, twenty-two Hall of Favors, or people who will be Hall of
1: Favors. <laughs> and I think I'm
0: going to come in like seventeenth. Yeah. I, I think I'll be like twentieth right. place out of this. But of my team is sensational. But I have all guys from okay. the very funny. I have all guys from the sixties, and so I only have one modern, two modern players.
1: Well, I have Marshall have and the Beyond, two that. I picked. Well, three, right? No, no, Lock, no, 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 that's
0: not modern. Current players, excuse me. Not oh, even
1: current players. 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 Okay. Players,
0: that have, players that have retired in the last five years.
1: Okay, so modern players like play. after 1970.
0: <laughs> yeah, remember, this is from 1960 going, going forward
1: that you had to have started. Right.
0: Okay. So all of my players are from yes. the 60s and 70s, every single one. Okay. Um, okay. Except for Marshall, y- Marshall Yanda, who's the top mm-hmm. offensive lineman in the league. And uh, my second running back is uh, Marshawn Lynch.
1: So, okay,
0: my, all you you would like my team? My, my line are five Hall of Famers. My defensive line is three Hall of Famers. My <laughs> linebackers are four Hall of Famers. My my corners and safety are four Hall of Famers. And I just get the sinking feeling I'm going to be in like 18th place because I don't know what I, I, I refuse to use it in approximately
1: when I said that Seth Kamens knows me pretty well, he knows exactly me very well. I am out of the school of the Bill Parcel School where you build your line first and then worry about everything after. So, okay,
0: uh, so I just, I just got the I am five minutes ago. Yeah. I have the last, my last pick. The only position okay. I have not taken is quarterback. Quarterback, okay. Well, because there were 15 quarterbacks right. taken in the first three rounds. So okay, no, so no point? I have. I can go Jim Kelly, Hall okay. of Famer, Brian, Bob Greasy, MVP okay. and Hall of Famer.
1: But both, both guys like are. Re- but, but, hold on! But both of those guys are not going to do well in this type of situation, right? Because they're right. both Hall of Famers, but they didn't win. Greasy won one personal thing. I believe was only a starter for eight years, so I mean he doesn't yeah. have the he doesn't have the compilation stats. So okay. Well, that, Who else? So
0: here, uh, is I Warren Moon, Moon available?
1: No, nope, Warren Moon Moon
0: and Fouts would have been my choices. They're gone. They went like the third round. Oh, okay. It's okay. like every it's oh, like a draft wow. where you've never. It was one of those literally by after the fourth round there were two quarterbacks. Two, two, huh. There were two two out of the twenty teams didn't have quarterbacks.
1: So, huh.
0: so I, I okay, will read you. I'll, I'll go, uh, you, want, you want? Go ahead. But I'm going to read you me. my team. Go ahead. Okay. So th- this is my this is my team. Uh, okay. No quarterback. Okay. Running backs are Gail Sayers, Hall of mm-hmm. Famer, Marshawn Lynch.
1: Yes, but also, maybe, but maybe. also both of, both of those players are very short lived. That's well, where you're, going to I think you're I think you're well, going to get changed, dinged I told on, you he, cha- he, he changed the rules. I know. So that, I still think it's, that you're going probably. to get dinged for that type of thing. Is that they ha- This is like when we talk about baseball, right? you got a lot of Sandy Koufaxes, but you have no Don Sutton.
0: Gotcha. But, okay, so look okay. for the rest. Andre Reid, Hall of Famer. Okay. Big fan. Fred Bolitnikoff. Yep. Fred Bolitnikoff. Hall yep. of Famer, Todd Christensen, mm-hmm. five five time All yeah. Pro, but not Hall of Famer. Yep. All offensive line, just to go through quickly. Ron Mix, top 100 all time. Anna, top 100 all time. Mike Webster, top 100 all time.
1: Marshall uh, Yonda. Love, yeah, you got. I love that you got Webster.
0: <laughs> Mar, Marshall Yonda, eventual Hall of Famer, most likely. Yep. Ron Yari, top 100 all time. Again, all these guys are 60s. Deacon yep. Jones. Now going to the defense, top 100 all-time. Bob Willie, top 100 all-time. Fred Dean, Hall of Famer. Linebackers.
1: Fred Dean, wow. Fred yep. Dean, okay.
0: I also took Curly Cup, top 100 all-time.
1: <laughs> or, or
0: top. So, continue. Ted Hendricks, Hall of Famer. Willie Lanier, Hall of yep. Famer. Andy Russell, Hall of Famer. My, my, my uh, what do you call it, my back four. Rod Woodson, top 100 all-time. Roger Worley, Hall of Famer. Ronnie Lott, top 100 all-time. Cliff Harris, Hall of Famer. Kicker, Jan Senderud, Hall of Famer. Kick returner, I forget who I took, actually, off the top of my head, um, because I didn't put it in. I think it's not Michael Bates. Um, I just don't remember who it is. Not a Hall of Famer, though. And my punter, is Thomas Morstead, who averages 47 yards a kick. So, again, it's a really good game, but the star players... I, I get to get killed because my star players. This team would would beat almost everybody.
1: Yeah, but, but they are have 6 of starters.
0: Yeah, no, only six
1: years of starring. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so I'm going to. I'm, I'm thinking of quarterbacks. Here. Hold on a second. Do 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 do. You know, I was going to say Vinny Testaverde, but he doesn't have. He doesn't have the individual honors, so you wouldn't get anything for that. Oh. Um, What's that? Oh. No, no. Sorry, okay. Uh okay. So you don't have individual honors if you go with Vinny, although Vinny was the longest quarterback of all time. Um Giants Tittle, I assume mistaken? Or too early? Uh
0: he started he started before nineteen sixty.
1: Darn it. Thought I could get around that. Uh okay, no Steelers, no Browns. No Bengals. Kenny
0: Anderson? Kenny Anderson, I believe, was taken, actually. I was confused. No, different Kenny Anderson. Kenny Anderson, the quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. Not the basketball (laughs) I did interview Kenny Anderson many, many years ago. Um, So let's see. Kenny Anderson, hold on. I'm glad that I'm doing this with you. This is a fun way to end this. So the quarterback, Bernie Kosar is not going to have the numbers. Um, and I wouldn't take Kosar over any of these guys. Rogers, Philip Rivers, Troy Aikman, Fran Tarkington, Dan Marino, Kurt Warner, John Elway, Steve Young, Drew Brees, Roger Storbeck, Brett Favre, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Dan Fouts, Russell Wilson, Peyton Manning, Warren Moon, Terry Broshaw, and Okay. So
1: Carson Palmer is still there. Carson Palmer still there. Stab- Kenny Stabler still there?
0: Kenny Stabler still there.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's you, you like the Kenny Stabler.
0: You, no, I'm not sure that I would take, I wouldn't take Jim Kelly over any of these guys.
1: Well, Joe Stabler Flacco won an MVP. Available. Stabler won so, an MVP. Kelly did not. It's, it, did Stabler win an MVP? Mm-hmm. 75, I think it was. Let's see what we got here. Let's go to Wikipedia. The scary part is that I think I'm right on Kenny Stabler. No, I would I, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I would almost go Daryl LaMonica over, over uh,
1: Kenny oh, La Stabler. LaMonica definitely didn't, definitely didn't win MVP.
0: Uh, Kenny Stabler won val most valuable player in 1974. How about that? He, okay. So I, I was a, a year off. Yeah, that's good enough, though. Well done, sir. So, thank you. It is just so the additional—it's approximate value, career approximate value divided by number of years in the NFL times ten. So, if you're dividing it by why. twenty years versus versus six years, your career t- your career value would be higher. Approximate value
1: is higher because you're dividing it by. Right, but you told me he's taking away. It's not. It's not based on AV anymore. No, it is. It's based on AV
0: divided by time, years in the NFL times two instead of times ten. Oh, I believe. Okay, so so, so if tabler, I go you now, I had never heard of a I had never heard of a pro, approximate value before until I found this thing on Pro Football Reference. Yep. And this may explain why the bot took so. Derek Brooks with the 14th overall pick, because Derek Brooks, while a great player, would not be a top five linebacker in my mind ever anyway. Nope.
1: He, he wouldn't be over LT. By the, he way, wouldn't that's, be over, by, by the way, that's sorry. why Mike Webster is so valuable.
0: He, he wouldn't be over Mike Singletary. He wouldn't be over Ray Lewis. He wouldn't be over... You know, he was a great player. He was a certain Hall of yep. Famer. But according to this list that I just found... Um, you know, but to me, this isn't fun.
1: This is just taking guys... From a list, he would be the ninth overall player. Well, that's why I'm not looking at it when you're asking me who to pick for a quarterback. So I mean, you got well, Kenny on, Anderson, Ken Stabler. You said Jim Kelly. Um, now, interestingly enough, loving, Kenny Anderson.
0: He Kenny Anderson is 123. Boomer Esiason yep. is 111. You know, Ronnie Lott's number 41 on this list. There's a guy on this list I've never heard of. Who is Isaiah Robertson? I don't even know who that is.
1: Now I'm going to go find out. Wait, where is Mike Webster? Number 103. Number
0: 51 Ooh. on the list. Tied with Rich oh. Gannon.
1: Okay. Well, there you go. Rich Gannon.
0: Yeah, but can So you, Isaiah did, can Robertson...
1: You Isaiah Robertson was a... Per- American League linebacker for the Rams and the Bills. He was in six Pro Bowls, picked off twenty five passes as a linebacker. That's not bad. Yeah. Four all, four first team all pros, two second team all pros. And he only played he only played eleven years. So he was in eight uh, six, all pro, six all pros six all pros in eleven years. That's not bad.
0: Okay, so oh, Av. So his. So I'm now going to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's Av is 179, which would which is more put than him, more, more, more than more
1: than Kenny Anderson. Actually,
0: it's more. Actually, that's ridiculous. It's more than anybody on that list.
1: Well, do you want to win, or you want to be happy with your team,
0: as we've really discussed
1: care numerous times? All right, then pick Matt Ryan so you can boost your rate. I'll
0: go off from twenty. You may go from eighteen to fourteen. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Deion Sanders is. I'm just looking at this. is rated number 112. Tony Gonzalez is number 112. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I'll put
1: Matt Ryan in there. Kind of makes me gag a little bit. Well, of course. Um, So anyway. All right. So now we'll go to our last five minutes because now that we've discussed that. So I'll go first. Uh, Today... The Nassau Coliseum closed. I don't know if you're laughing or crying, but it closed. I'm the, I'm uh, doing Mikhail, Mikhail Prokhorov, who used to own the Nets, who now owns the Nassau Coliseum, said for a hundred million dollars in debt due to coronavirus, if somebody wants the lease, they can have the building provided they take on the $100 million in debt. Now, just to tell you, two years ago, Nassau Coliseum went under a $150 million facelift. So they've kind of lost $250 million. So where the Islanders will play next year, if there is a next year in hockey, is I have no idea. But uh, if this is the end of the National Coliseum, uh, many great memories. Michael Nuremberg, we can commiserate anytime you want, my friend. Many great memories at the barn. I don't think it'll be the end. I think this is just a play. But if I had to ask for one thing in the next week, for the love of God, let them play baseball. Ernie Banks would be shitting in his grave right now. They're not playing two. They're playing none. Okay, Zach, you're up. Um,
0: I really don't have too much, to be perfectly honest. Um, Okay. Yeah, I'm tired. (laughs) You know, I I'm tired of the yeah. I'm just tired, and. I, my my sincere hope is, look, if baseball is going to save themselves, it's going to be this week. I don't think you can. I don't. I don't think you can go another week because I think you need to start by August first for all intents and purposes, which means it gives you about four to five weeks of training camp or whatever you want to call it.
1: Get your ass, get your ass in gear. Yep. 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 All right. So and we will probably be back. If if I was to guess, we will probably be back here next week on Blog Talk while Randy, who is doing a tremendous job, but is trying to figure out how Seth and I do not have to show our faces on camera and can still do this podcast. Um, yeah, it I now. mean, for so, those of
0: you who are wondering why, it's not because we're that ugly. It's just
1: half the time I'm driving, half the time
0: Sean's taking a walk while we're doing it. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. So for. So for Seth Caymans, this is Sean Palmer of BackSportsPage.com. And we will talk to you next week. Have a great week, everybody. Stay safe.